You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for Running Around Charlotte, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper. You've heard about it and maybe even felt it. Those few extra pounds some of us are putting on because we now work just a few steps from the refrigerator and we're not following our normal work routine. They've been called the quarantine 15 or the COVID 15. Yikes, we need to keep them off. Taryn Cullen has some ideas to help you. She's a registered dietitian with Novant Health and she joins us today on Running Around Charlotte with a few simple ideas to get you back on the right path. Thanks for talking to us today, Taryn. How are you doing? Good, thank you for having me. We appreciate it. So we know staying active and healthy right now will help us fight off a number of problems, but what should that mean at our refrigerator? If we're drawn to it by virtue of its proximity to our home office, what should we stock it with? Right, that's a really common question that I've been getting right now. Um, First thing I've been telling people is if you can avoid it, try not working from the kitchen. Um, For one reason, it could be a source of distractions. For a lot of us, the kitchen's the center of our households, but then it does kind of offer that psychological distraction of maybe wanting to go to the kitchen a little bit more frequently than usual. And then on another note with the psychological aspect, um, it can be kind of hard to walk away from that at the end of the day if it is in the center of our uh, household. So just from a standpoint of trying to reduce stress, I usually recommend that people create a little corner office somewhere else that's tucked away, that's isolated, just so at the end of the day, you can close your computer, walk away, um, so you kind of reduce that blending of home and office life right now. In terms of what we should be stocking our kitchen with, um, hopefully it's not too different than what we're normally having around the house. Um, I know we'll get into the details of this, but one thing I'm recommending is when you do go to the grocery store, have a list, be prepared, plan your meals, plan your snacks out, but also right now, have a plan B, have a plan C, have some backups, um, because we know grocery stores are looking a little bit different right now. Yeah, and so I've I've heard a couple things too, and I've noticed this myself, when I go to the store before I eat, I usually buy more stuff than what's on my list and I usually am less disciplined in what I buy. When I go to the store when I'm full and I'm not really hungry, I don't really have the urge to splurge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely common as well. A lot of times we tell people, you know, try not to go to the grocery store hungry, stay focused. But I think in regards to what's happening in the world right now, what we're trying to reduce is the time people spend in the grocery store. So the more organized you are with your list, even if it's kind of organized by how your grocery store is set up, the better off we're all going to be. The less time we're spending in a public space surrounded by other people. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that... um, One thing that we've taken advantage of is the online shopping where you just go in, you select what you want and you select whether you want um, a substitute option or not and you go pick it up. And so A, it saves time, saves people from being in the store. I think there's this new uh, 
governor's uh, executive order limiting the number of people in grocery stores and how far apart we are in line and so forth. So this really eliminates all that, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I personally have gone to the grocery store a few times and there's a line outside the door. People are standing six feet apart. And of course, that's just to reduce the time that we're spending in an area with more people than obviously is going to be in our homes. Um, you know, and another thing that I've seen is grocery stores putting up signs for certain foods and saying, you can only take so many. Um, and of course, that is to prevent um, panic buying or people really stocking up on certain items so that everybody has a chance to get what they need. I've spoken to, you know, quite a few of my personal clients and there is a lot of anxiety right now about food, food scarcity. Are we going to be able to get what we need? And from what I've seen, the answer is yes, we're still going to be able to get what we need grocery stores are full. They might have more back in the stock room that we're not allowed in, um, but they are doing a pretty great job keeping things um, limited so that people can't hoard certain foods so that all of us are able to go to the store and get what we need. So when we're going to the grocery store, like what things are you having your clients prioritize? Like, are there things you're saying like, yeah, maybe, you know, go ahead and skip on that or things where you're like, okay, no, you're going to want that for your family. Like, is it different than where we were before all of this coronavirus stuff started or is it the same now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's as similar as we can make it. We're all going to be better off. You know, we don't know how long this is going to go on for, but at one point or another, we're going to return to normal life. And so the less we can kind of stray from that routine, even when I talk to people about their sleep schedule and everyone staying up later and sleeping in and things like that, it's going to be a lot harder to get back to normal life if we really change a bunch of things right now. In terms of what I'm telling people to buy, certainly foods that last longer, you know, we don't want to be going to the grocery store multiple times a week. We really don't want to even be going once a week. If you can go every two weeks, that's more ideal. That's more helpful to the community as a whole. Um, things that are going to last longer, if people can buy more apples, citrus fruits, bananas and berries and things like that are absolutely great. But just know that you're probably going to want to go through those types of things first because they don't last as long. And then things like the apples, citrus fruits, even grapes can last you a little bit longer. So maybe you wait until that second week to eat those things. Um, when it comes to vegetables, produce, from what I've seen, um, fresh produce has been pretty stocked most grocery stores. Um, what I would say is obviously that's going to go bad quicker than something that's frozen or something that's canned. But what you can do is when you get home from the grocery store, chop that stuff, clean it up, prepare it, and then freeze it yourself. And then suddenly it's going to last you a lot longer than it would normally. Another option certainly is to buy foods from the freezer section. Um, they are honestly nutritionally equivalent to most of our fresh produce. Frozen foods are picked when they are at their ripe peakness. Um, and then that nutrition is kind of sealed in there when it's frozen. And then another option I think people are less familiar with that I'm recommending at this time 
is canned goods as well. So that absolutely does mean canned vegetables. I think sometimes people are maybe a little bit weary of them or don't know what to do with them. But when it comes to canned goods, I usually recommend people just rinse them really well. Um, it can kind of get rid of that extra saltiness flavor that comes with a canned good. And then of course, cooking it, roasting it, seasoning it like you normally would, it's not gonna end up tasting that different um, than a fresh vegetable. Good to know, good to know. Um, so for proteins, like what are you suggesting for like our runners or athletes who are trying to get that protein in still? Yes, I have a lot of athletes that have complaints. They can't find the meat. Where is the chicken? <laughs> I'm getting that a lot. Um, again, just trying to be open. That's why plan B, C, D is just as important as plan A right now. Um, I have a lot of people, they normally stick to their chicken, they normally stick to their beef. If they don't have chicken breasts, then chicken thighs where you're gonna go. Um, other information I've been giving to people is being a little bit more open to vegetarian options um, that maybe we don't necessarily think of when we're thinking about protein. Most people do get their protein from meat sources. It's very easy to get it, um, but if you're buying Greek yogurt at the store, the milk that you buy, whether that's dairy milk or a plant-based milk, you can get a protein-fortified milk. Um, if you eat cheese in your household, that can be a source of some protein as well. Other options are gonna be things like nuts and seeds, which are obviously great to snack on as well. Um, peanut butter is a decent source of protein. Um, certain grains have a good bit of protein to them as well. So it's really a combination of all these foods and just being a little bit more strategic in putting that emphasis on protein. If we're having a bunch of these foods at the same time, we're getting the same amount of protein that we would out of chicken or beef or something like that. But I do encourage people to step out of their comfort zone. I've had some athletes go to the store there's no chicken. And so they decided, all right, I'm going to buy bison. I'm going to buy elk. These kind of things that most of us don't normally eat in a regular week. And that's what Pinterest is for, right? Go on Pinterest, look up a ton of recipes. I guarantee you find something that you like. Um, so just keep an open mind. Know that there are lots of foods out there that have protein in them. The oats that you eat, the rice that you eat, beans, lentils, legumes, those all have protein. It's not going to be as much as meat, but again, just being a little bit more strategic, maybe having more of those things, having more of those things in combination, you're still going to be able to meet your needs that way. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I was muted there. What, what about snacks, Taryn? You know, um, they're, they're kind of this inevitable part of our diet every day because you know, unless you're a grazer throughout the day and you just kind of plan things out that way, if you're like me, you kind of have a breakfast, a lunch, and a dinner, and lunch is around 12 and dinner's around 6 or 6.30, and man, that's a long time to go between meals, and so somewhere around 4 or 5 o'clock, I start to get really hungry, and the first thing I look for is a bag of cookies or something that's probably not good for me without being like a rabbit and having celery and carrots, what do you recommend? Um, 
it's funny that you say that. That's a it's a really natural human response when we've gone long periods without uh, food to crave things that are going to be higher energy density foods. That's a natural evolutionary response to. I haven't eaten in a while. I need energy and I need it now, um, which is why a lot of times with my athletes, I really recommend you know trying not to go more than four hours without having something. Ideally, depending on their needs, they're having something, meal, snack, whatever it may be every two to three hours just to meet their energy needs. Um, I know that a lot of us feel like those aren't as high right now, but I bet that they're still higher than you think. You know, most of the energy that our bodies use throughout the day isn't coming from your exercise. It's not coming from cleaning the house or yard work. It's coming from organ function. It's coming from keeping our brains going, keeping our lungs going, keeping our immune system functioning at its best. Um, so keeping that in mind, yes, snacks are definitely important. I encourage people to fill your homes with foods that you actually like and enjoy. Um, if you enjoy that food, you're more likely to eat it. Um, it's more likely for this whole process to be a little bit more enjoyable for us all. And that can certainly be a mix of things like chips and cookies, but then also mixing in things like hummus with pita or chips and salsa or fruits and peanut butter. Um, maybe even thinking outside of the box and having oatmeal as a snack or some people might make a mini quesadilla with beans as cheese as a snack. So there's a lot of different things that you can do. Um, a lot of people all have maybe making their own yogurt parfait based on what they're able to find at the grocery store. Honestly, a bedtime snack that I have a lot of my athletes um, take in is cereal. Just cereal and milk before bedtime. Obviously, they usually love that. Um, and just trying to get in a few extra instances of that carbohydrate energy that our bodies need to run and that extra protein as well. So you're saying it's okay if I have Lucky Charms before I go to bed? It is absolutely okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love Lucky Charms. I know they're not the best for you. Loaded with sugar, right? Hey, sometimes our bodies need sugar. Every, every food out there serves a purpose. Yeah. All right. Well, even Lucky Charms. That's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, um, some people are thinking, all right, I, I need some real motivation, um, some accountability. So um, I'm going to wear my swimsuit to the refrigerator just to remind me of what I shouldn't be doing, right? <laughs> I've, seen a, I've seen a few people post that, you know, every so often they try and throw on a pair of pants or things like that just to check in with themselves. Um, but honestly, I think now is a good time to start putting things in true perspective, right? We're in a very stressful situation. Now, that doesn't mean that anyone should panic, right? Hopefully we're all able to stay home um, and the people who are in the hospitals and really on the front lines are gonna be taking care of us and we're all kind of doing our part but it is still a stressful situation, right? Not being able to go outside and do the things that we want or maybe cooped up with families, which after a period of time, that might become a little bit difficult on our psyches and things like that. And I think it's really important to understand the way that 
stress impacts how our bodies react to certain situations. And so what that means is anytime we're in a stressful situation, our hormones are gonna change a little bit, right? We're gonna have an increase in our stress hormones. And those stress hormones are going to naturally do things like have our body hold on to weight, have our body hold on to fat tissues and things like that. Um, and honestly, having a mindset of worry worrying about our bodies is honestly adding to that stress at this time. So I honestly feel like the best advice that I can give to people right now is do what you need to do to de-stress and make it through this situation um, with some level of sanity. So if that means trying to keep on the same schedule that you were on before the best that you can, then that's what it gonna, it's going to look like. For some people, I'm saying, okay, you know, were you much of a snacker before? If you were, try and keep that going now. If you weren't, maybe stick to something this similar. If your workout schedule has changed, let's try and accommodate for that workout schedule change. You know, we're all just trying to take this as it comes. We don't know what's going to happen down the road. We don't know what's going to happen in a few weeks or how long that's going to last. And again, that's really stressful. So when it comes to overall health and taking care of our immune systems, the best things that we can do for ourselves are get good night's sleep on a regular basis, de-stress as much as possible. So going for a walks, doing little workouts at home, watching movies with the family, playing games, things like that. And yes, eating foods that are fun and celebratory. If that's a way for you to de-stress, then now is the time you should honestly do it. And when it comes to dieting and things like that, that just adds to the stress that we put on our body. Um, especially now when we kind of probably do have more anxiety in this situation, any kind of restriction when it comes to food and nutrients is likely to increase that anxiety in our body, increase that stress. And stress does hurt our immune system. And right now, we all need the best immune systems that we can possibly have. So I encourage people to be a little bit more gentle with themselves at this time. Yes, life looks a little bit different. Maybe we can't work out as much as we normally would. Um, but I encourage people to have, you know, some perspective. There's a lot of serious things going on right now. Um, you know, if you're worried about your body and what your body looks like, um, you probably have it pretty good, right? There are lots of other things going on that are a lot more serious. And I would just encourage people to make the most of this time if you can, do what you need to do to take care of yourself, take care of your family. Yes, get the nutrition that you need, um, but don't worry about it being perfect either. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, you, you talked about routine and I, I couldn't agree with you more. There was a, a time many years ago that I was between jobs and um, I got up every morning like I was going to work. I would I would take a shower, I would um, shave, I would get dressed, not wearing gym shorts and a t-shirt. Um, and, and I would sit at a desk in my house and my job was to look for a job. And um, just staying in that routine of, um, you know, not just gym shorts, t-shirt, couch, don't shave, you know, that, I don't know that that 
wouldn't have worked for me. And so it, it, there are a lot of people right now that are either furloughed or laid off or in, in some way between jobs. And that routine is even more important now um, than it has been before. Um, and that includes um, diet and, and exercise. And, you know, the cool thing is, I, you know, I don't know, it, you talk about routine. And if you haven't exercised in the past, um, I still think it's a great time to start to exercise, even if it's just starting a, a, with a 30 minute walk every day. And, you know, you're, you're going to burn some calories by doing that. And it's healthy and, and, and that helps the immune system. So, um, you know, talk about eating. Um, last question for you before we uh, let you go. The, um, the local restaurants are just taking a, taking a beating right now. And we all want to do something to help. We want to support the local restaurants, um, but we still want to stay healthy. So um, not dissing the pizza joint <laughs> at all, because uh, everybody likes a good pizza. Um, but what are ways in which we could support local restaurants and still maintain a healthy um, angle on what we're eating? I think that's a great question. I think as all of us are trying to figure out ways that we can do our part supporting local restaurants, especially in Charlotte, we have so many, that's incredibly important. So if you do have the means to do that right now, I absolutely encourage people to order takeout, order delivery, um, whatever it may be. And I would honestly with those meals, kind of have the same standards I would honestly have for any other meal. You know, when it thinks, when we think about our eating overall, yes, most of the time we want to make sure that we're nourishing our body on a physical level, make sure that we're getting the carbohydrates, the fiber, the protein, the kinds of fat, micronutrients that our bodies need. Um, but also knowing that celebration and eating things just because they're delicious also have their place as well. When it comes to meals, right? And from a nutrition perspective, what do we want those meals to be composed of? That is going to be a lean protein source, depending on where you're getting your food from. That might look a little bit different, whether it's Asian cuisine or Mexican cuisine or traditional American dishes. Um, finding a lean protein source, having some kind of grain or starchy vegetable present. So yes, that could potentially be fries if you want it to be. It could be the bread on a sandwich. Um, it could be rice as part of a stir fry dish. Could be a lot of different things. And we definitely want lots of color in the form of fruits and vegetables to be present as well. So if you wanna go have pizza, you can absolutely go have pizza, maybe get some peppers as a topping. Very good. We really appreciate your help, your advice, your words of encouragement. Any any last uh, parting parting advice before we let you go? Yeah, absolutely. Again, I think I would just reiterate taking this time, yes, to take care of ourselves, but take care of ourselves on a whole level. So taking care of our bodies, taking care of our minds, making sure that we are having fun, making time to relax, and again, de-stress as much as possible where we can. Awesome. Karen Cullen, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. 
Registration for the November 16th Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K, and One Mile events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your host, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte, released every week.